More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So here's a headline I thought I'd never be reading. Hunter Biden caught on tape arguing with a hooker about how much crack he actually has. Yes. Now, what caught on tape part they need to change because he wasn't caught on tape. Hunter Biden actually taped himself arguing with a hooker about how much crack he has because this is apparently what you do now in America. You argue over the stuff when you're the, you know, the smartest guy that Joe Biden's ever met. I just laid out the bag. It's 2.06. 2.07. Without the bag. Yeah, without the bag. 2.07. Let's tape it, right? Let's put it on the scale. Let's show that you got 2 grams plus. 2.07 without the bag of crack. Now, apparently his cell phone has been hacked by somebody and they're releasing this video, these videos and information out. Now, I want you to imagine if any of the stuff I told you right now was ever coming out with Donald Trump Jr. Can you imagine it would be wall to wall coverage, 24 seven news cycle. It would be demanding that the president come out with a statement, have an emergency press conference. Hunter Biden would have already been, excuse me, Don Jr. would already have been arrested, I'm sure. Now, the Secret Service has finally confirmed that, quote, it is aware of reports that the contents of Hunter Biden's iCloud account connected to his phone were hacked over the weekend, exposing alleged texts, pictures and videos of the president's son literally doing drugs and engaging in other salacious and likely illegal activities recently. 
Four chain users claimed that they hacked Biden's phone late Saturday night, posting pictures to the website's main political forum, according to the Washington Examiner. Many of those posts were taken down by the website. The Secret Service said they are aware, quote unquote, of these social media posts and claims about Biden, but are not in a position to make public comments on the potential investigative actions. Now, if you're hearing any of this, you understand that the media is not covering this. So please, please share this information wherever you see it. Hit the share button so other people will hear what I'm telling you right now, because they're going to suppress this information as much as they possibly can. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. or online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. Now, one video shows Biden measuring literally the amount of crack cocaine he had while in a conversation with a prostitute in a hotel room or some location. Another alleged video shows Biden going down a water slide naked and texts allegedly revealed show Biden claiming that President Joe Biden was in possession of five guns in 2019, despite claiming despite campaigning on, quote, gun control, basically mocking his own father, saying he's got five guns, even though he was lying to the American people, saying that he didn't have those guns. Now, many of the files posted by 4chan were already found on Biden's abandoned laptop via the iPhone XS backup, according to the examiner. Former Secret Service agent and cyber forensic expert previously told the outlet that the contents of the iPhone are, quote, authentic. Quote, based on my analysis of the iPhone, I conclude the same results as my analysis of the MacBook Pro laptop hard drive and iCloud sync data. The person who owns and operates this iPhone XS is Robert Hunter Biden, is what the former, uh, it, you know, this, this expert, as well as a former um, Secret Service agent said, confirming it. Because you know what the media is going to say. They're like, well, we can't confirm this is real, right? We can't actually say that this is real. We can't actually tell you that this is real. So everybody calm down for just a second. This, we're not, this is, there's a good chance this may not be authentic. That's what they're going to lie to you and tell you. Now, in our podcast, we have done four different parts of this exposing Hunter Biden. One of the parts that we did, and you need to go back and you need to listen to our podcast that we did on this, uh, that was about Hunter Biden directly being connected to the Chinese government and the Russians. And, and what this now shows you, okay, is that Biden, and I'm talking about the president, Joe Biden, is clearly compromised by the Chinese government and Russian oil uh, conglomerates. They're, they, are, they are clearly compromised by the Chinese government and Russia 
on oil and gas in this country. That's exactly why you saw this shocking report that came out, and now they're calling for investigations. Republicans are, as they should be, by the way. And and, and then these investigations, they're making it very clear. In the investigations, they're saying, look, Hunter Biden sold or Joe Biden sold, I should say, to a Chinese Communist Party energy company a million barrels of oil, and Hunter Biden has a a stake in this company. And we have all this information now coming out from his phone and also coming out from his laptop. And it's clear that he is compromised. We also know that Russia owns the Biden family, and we know this because of the former mayor Moscow's wife, an oligarch in Russia with direct ties to Vladimir Putin and the Russian government, gave money to Hunter Biden in the tune of millions of dollars. So the And we know that apparently hookers from Russia have one of his laptops. You can't make all this up. But there's a reason why no one's covering this in the media, because they don't want you to know this. And if, they, if you don't see it and hear about it, which is why I say when you hear this stuff, please share it with your family and friends. They're hoping that enough people just won't see it. Uh, they're hoping that enough of you won't realize the connections between China and Russia. And I would say compromising and blackmailing, being able to blackmail the president into pretty much doing whatever it is that they want to do. So if you missed that one, go back and do it. I'm also going to put up a link on, on Facebook so you guys can click on the link to all the emails that specifically relate to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and his brother with China and with Russia. And you'll understand why I say it is very clear now. It is impossible to say that these two men, uh, are, are Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, are not compromised by the Chinese and are not compromised by the Russians. And the proof of it is all of this stuff that we just found out on his cell phone. Now, you, you listen to this argument that he had, right? Hunter Biden arguing with a hooker about how much crack he has. Who does that? The woman says, yo, I just weighed out the bag. It's... 2.06 grams, so two grams of crack. Biden says, uh-uh, it's 2.07 without the bag. They're arguing over crack, and he's actually filming it. Just take a step back and think about this. You don't think that the headline of every newspaper would be the picture of Hunter Biden holding two grams of crack cocaine, which would make it a felony? That would make it what one person described to me as a, is clear intent to sell? Right. You don't think that they would be talking about Biden, Inc. and this company that Biden, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and this crime family and every news network saying, hey, just from the oil cell alone, it's an impeachable offense. Just from the oil alone, it's clearly an impeachable offense. There's no way you can justify when you lie to the American people. It is impossible to justify to the American people. That a million barrels of oil should be sold to Chinese Communist Party oil company that Hunter Biden has direct financial ties to. While we're in an energy crisis in America, while the president's sending out tweets saying that we're at a time of war and demanding that the people that own the gas stations artificially lower the price of gas, while demanding we have a tax holiday on federal gas tax and state taxes, and yet he takes a million barrels of our oil that we paid for, that we're in our strategic oil reserves, petroleum reserves, and we ship it to the Chinese Communist Party and to a company that Hunter Biden has a financial stake in. Don't tell me that's not an impeachable offense. That is going against America is what that is. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't tell me that it's not an impeachable offense what is happening right now with our oil and gas going to China. Don't tell me that it's not going against America because that's exactly what this is. Now, we hit pause on that part of the story, and let's go back to the other part of the story, and that is what we now have and how is it that law enforcement is not wanting to cover any of this laptop from hell? Why is it that law enforcement continues to look the other way when a guy's doing illicit activity that he's recording of the crimes he's committing? Like, it's all there, right? Every bit of it. I mean, I mean, you got voicemails now. You got emails that implicate Biden to Hunter's dealings with China. And they're getting rich from a country that means us great harm. And no one in law enforcement cares about this information? Why are they all looking the other way? 
Tucker Carlson put it brilliantly in his monologue last night. Listen to part of this. Tantalizing, in fact, given what we already knew was on the laptop. But for some reason, no one in law enforcement appeared to be listening or even care. But the Daily Mail kept going on this. Recently, they said they gained access to a backup of Hunter Biden's iPhone from the laptop. And it's a good thing they did. It turned out to be a trove of fascinating information. It included a voicemail from Joe Biden to his son talking about a story in the New York Times about Hunter Biden's business dealings in China. Here's part of it. Hey, Palace Dad, it's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. So... The context for that is complicated. Here's what's not complicated. Joe Biden has said on the record repeatedly that he had no knowledge of his son's business dealings with China. That proves Joe Biden was lying. And we have a lot more on this coming up. But just know that that voicemail, which apparently is real, proves that Joe Biden knew about his son's business dealings with China. That ought to be enough to spur a wave of media inquiries to the White House. Why did you lie to us? You haven't seen that. Now, the Times piece you just heard Joe Biden reference was published on December 12th, 2018. The story reported on Hunter's dealings with a man called Yi Zheming. He led the CEFC, China Energy Company, until 2018. At that point, he was arrested on charges of corruption and economic crimes by the Chinese government, which is never a good thing. He hasn't been seen since. The government of China has seized most of CFFC's assets. One of his top deputies, called Patrick Ho, was also convicted in New York of bribing African officials to help Iran avoid oil sanctions. What a group. These are Hunter Biden's business friends. So why would Joe Biden have any interest in this? Why would he be concerned about a New York Times story on CEFC and Hunter Biden? Well, it could be for the obvious reason. Joe Biden himself was making money from this, from CEFC, lots of money. According to emails obtained by the New York Post from Hunter Biden's laptop in October of 2020, one of Hunter Biden's business partners, James Gillier, explained that Joe Biden would receive a 10% stake in CEFC. Quote, the equity will be distributed as follows, he wrote. 20 to Hunter, 20 to Rob Walker, 20 to Gillier himself, 20 to Tony Bobulinski, 10 to Jimmy Biden, that would be Hunter Biden, that would be a, the president's brother, and quote, 10% held for the big guy. Now, let me just stop right there. And I love how Tucker was laying this out. And that's why I wanted to play it for you, because this is all information that we've been talking about here on this show for months and months, actually now more than a year. We've been, we've been working on this. And the, and, and the law enforcement officials, they have the laptop. They, in fact, they have more information off that laptop than we have from the laptop. They've got stuff that's probably even more damning than what we've seen so far. And they also have had the power to grab new information because they are the ones that have an investigation into Hunter Biden. So why is this continuing to be allowed to happen? Because this government is corrupt. The deep state is corrupt. 
I never would have imagined that the the, the, the conversations I was ha- I've been having with you day after day about Hunter Biden, the president's son. I never would have imagined I'd be having the conversation I'm having right now with you about Hunter and Joe Biden and his brother's financial crimes that clearly they have committed. Selling out America. This is no different, by the way, than the crimes that I, I have no doubt if you dug into were part of the pay to play when all the money was rolling into the Clinton Foundation. When Hillary Clinton was secretary of state and then when she ran for president the second time. If you wanted to do business with America, if you wanted anything, you had to give some money to the, to the Clinton Foundation, which paid for their lifestyle. Everybody knew it. It was clear. And look at all the money, how quick it dried up after Hillary Clinton lost. But law enforcement keeps looking the other way. Law enforcement keeps looking the other way. It was law enforcement, by the way. The FBI and the FBI director that, w- that allowed for the spying on Donald Trump's campaign. It was the FBI that bragged. James Comey bragged about sending a couple guys over to the Situation Room to meet with Daryl Flynn, a guy that had served his country to entrap him. It was early enough on, they didn't know what they were doing over there, and I just thought I'd send a couple guys over. Normally, wouldn't you go through the White House Counsel's Office? Well, it was early enough on, and I just decided, screw it, I'll see what I can get away with to entrap him. And he was proud of it. Got to write a book about it. The other people involved in the CIA and the FBI and the DOJ, they all got big jobs over at CNN being commentators after they were clearly abusing the power of the government. And now we have all this evidence. We have Hunter Biden with actually weighing the crack. We have Hunter Biden with countless prostitutes. We have financial transactions that tie him to prostitution rings and human trafficking rings. And what is the government doing? Nothing. Because the deep state and the swamp is clearly alive and well. This is the same deep state early on that said in their own words that the, that the Russian collusion, the steel dossier was, was homemade by the people that brought it to us. They said it was not credible and it was made by the people that brought it to you. That's what they said. They said it was not credible. And yet they still went with it for four years and used something they knew from the very beginning was not authentic to impeach Donald Trump. Not once, but twice. So they could get rid of him and undermine him at all costs. Think about that. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. So now you look at where we are. We know we've got voicemails. We know we have emails. We know all these implicate Joe Biden, James Biden, Hunter Biden, and all their dealings with all of these shady people around the world. We know they're selling American petroleum reserves that are supposed to be for a time of war, national disaster, right? National defense purposes. Selling them the Chinese Communist Party government, specifically the only oil company that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, the big guys, got a 10% stake. Because it says in the email, 10% held by H, meaning Hunter, for the big guy. The big guy is clearly Joe Biden. We've got it all. It's in his own words from his own laptop that's been authenticated. And yet the media is silent. Not saying a word. Why? Listen to Tucker for a second. The big guy. So Tony Boblinski, whom we interviewed for a full hour, he got a 20% stake of this deal, told us that there was, quote, no question the big guy is who he so obviously is. That would be Joe Biden. This arrangement meant millions of Chinese dollars for Hunter and Joe Biden. In early 2017, just a few weeks after Biden left the White House the first time, a company controlled by Yi called State Energy HK sent $6 million in wire transfers to Robinson Walker LLC. Robinson Walker LLC was controlled by Rob Walker, one of Hunter Biden's business partners. Then in June of 2017, Hunter Biden emailed Yee demanding $10 million more as seed money for a new company called Sinohawk Holdings. In August of 2017, another Hunter Biden controlled company called Hudson West received a $5 million wire from CEFC. CFC also paid Hunter Biden's law firm, Owasco, nearly $5 million. These are according to bank records reviewed by Senate investigators. If we just pause here for a moment. In their details, these stories bear a striking resemblance to the Russiagate insanity that we were dragged through for years. Remember, they go on TV and bore you for an hour with how all these things fit together, and then this money went that way. But in the end, there was nothing there. Operating on the theory, which isn't really a theory, it's true that they always accuse you of exactly what they themselves are doing. It's kind of striking that the truth about what the Biden family, the president, his son and his 
brother Jimmy, is almost exactly what they accused the Trumps of doing. Except in the case of the Bidens, they really were getting rich from a foreign power that means us harm. And it's not Russia, which is globally almost irrelevant. It's China, which is now preeminent. So to continue with the details, Owasco in turn sent the $1.4 million to Lion Hall Consulting. That was a consulting firm run by Jimmy Biden, the former nightclub owner, the president's brother, and his wife. And that was just the beginning of the arrangement. Emails unearthed by the New York Post found that someone called the chairman, that would be Yee, promised to pay Hunter Biden $10 million a year for, quote, and we're quoting, introductions alone. In other words, leveraging his father's position in government to get rich. That's illegal, right? It's also a violation of the Farah Act, which the Biden administration has been enforcing against its political enemies. So Hunter Biden wrote to a CEFC official that Yee had amended the deal to provide for, quote, a much more lasting and lucrative arrangement, end quote. These payments continued even after CEFC leaders were arrested on corruption charges. Hunter was paid another $1 million to represent Yee's deputy, Patrick O, even though he had no criminal defense experience because he was a lawyer because he went to Yale Law School because he's a genius, the one that your kids can't get into because they're not as smart as Hunter Biden. By the way, let's talk about the million dollars right there. That's the point I want to go back to. A million dollars. One million bucks. A lot of money. You really think that Hunter Biden, who's never practiced criminal defense law, do you really think that Hunter Biden, this clear crackhead that everybody knew was an addict, addicted to not only the drugs, but to prostitutes, If you're going to jail, do you actually believe if you are going to jail for a long time that you're going to hire this guy to be your defense attorney? Of course not. We all know that's crap. We all know that's insane. And we all know that would never happen. So why would you write a million dollar check to Hunter Biden? You and I both know why. The only reason why you write that check is because you're hoping that Hunter Biden's going to call daddy. And daddy's going to get you out of it. Right? Like that that's the that's the only reason why this happens. That's it, folks. There's no other reason. There is not a there there, there is no other reason why you would write a check for 1 million dollars. It would never ever ever happen. But that's how you get paid when you're in the crime family. Hey, look, I can help you out. I know you just got arrested, right? I'm a lawyer. Send me a million bucks. I'll talk to my dad. We'll talk to some people and we'll see what we can pull off. Because that's what we do. We send this kind of money all over the place. We send the cash and we do it. And we do it on a, be- on a regular basis. We send this big money and we send it in a big way and then you're going to help us out and you're going to fix it. And that is exactly what you do. It makes sense, honestly, if you think about it. It's pretty brilliant. This is how you set up a crime family, by the way. This is what a crime family sounds like. This is what a crime family looks like. This is what a crime family would do. And we know that law enforcement knows about everything that I've just told you. We know that Hunter Biden... Lied. We know that Joe Biden lied about the business dealings of his son. We have it in the voicemail. 
We have the emails that implicate Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and their dealings saying 10% for the big guy. We know that he's invested with the worst people in the world. And that just is before we get to the 150 times that his bank account has actually been flagged. You got to remember that too. James Comer laid it out saying Hunter Biden has had 150 suspicious activity reports. This is the ranking member of House Oversight Committee saying 150 times the bank said there's something wrong here. We're flagging these transactions in his bank account because usually they are flagged when they are dealing with what? Rogue states, terrorist organizations, uh, uh, human trafficking, drug trafficking, all of those, the worst things in the world. And banks will flag these transactions. No one in American history has had 150 suspicious activity reports open on their bank account. But Hunter Biden has, and, and, the, and, and clearly the authorities know it. And we can't even figure out what it's all over because they won't let us see it. Well, we found out that Hunter Biden has had 150 suspicious activity reports filed against various accounts that he and Jim Biden, the president's brother, have. That's unprecedented, Jason. A, a normal person in America never has any bank violations. Less than one-tenth of one percent of people ever have any bank violations. They've had 150, which I would say is more than any person in the history of America. These are the most serious banking violations you can have. There's suspicion of money laundering, suspicion of receiving money from uh, terrorist groups, or suspicion of money from bad actors in foreign countries. Before Joe Biden became president, under the Obama administration, the Bush administration, any member of Congress could go to the Treasury Department and request suspicious activity reports. These were put into place, again, to catch funneling money to terrorist sales in the United States. I mean, it's unheard of. He's had 150 of these violations. Once we determined this, then I went to Treasury, requested the SARS on Hunter Biden. They said, no, we changed the rules. You can't do that anymore. This started getting pressed. Uh, we started leaking out that the Treasury Department was stolen all of this. Then they came back and said, OK, we'll make an exception. If you can get a single Democrat to sign on the request with you, then we'll give you the request. And obviously, Jason, as you can imagine, no Democrats are interested in signing on. No Democrats, no Democrats are interested in signing on. Change the rules. Remember when Donald Trump warned us about the swamp? Remember when, remember when he said that Russian collusion was a lie? Remember when he said that the Biden campaign, or excuse me, the, the, the Obama administration was spying on his campaign? And everybody said, that's, that's absurd. That's crazy. Remember when they were worried about, and they went day after day talking about how they couldn't believe that people related to Donald Trump were working in the White House and this was nepotism? said it was against the law, and Democrats were saying it was against the law. Do you, do you remember all of that? Because I do. Press Secretary Jean-Pierre on Biden's voicemail to Hunter, I'm not going to talk about alleged material from the laptop. Well, oh, okay, I guess that's the end of the, end of the story, right? I'm not going to talk. It's not alleged anymore. It's real. Why is there a voicemail of the president? Talking to his son about his overseas business dealings, if the president has said he's never spoken to his son about his overseas business dealings. Well, first I'll say that uh, what the president said stands. So if he if that's what the president said, that, he, that is what stands. And Usually second, secondly, New York Times article but secondly, concerning secondly, business dealings. And he says, I think you're clear. How is that not him talking to his son about his overseas business dealings? 
we're not from this podium. I am not going to talk about alleged materials from the laptop. So I will. I'm not. Voice on the voicemail. I am not going to talk about alleged materials on the laptop. Are it's you not happening. Then that it is not. Peter, I refer you to uh, to his son's representative. Can you imagine if Sarah Huckabee Sanders or Kaylee McEnany would have tried to pull that crap or Sean Spicer? I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna respond to the president's voice on a laptop. Totally contradicting what you have said. What you've actually said. Don't forget what they have actually said from the podium. They have said it from the podium. They had no problem lying from the podium, telling you that the president of the United States of America has never spoken about his son's foreign business dealings. Remember that. We got an email saying, hey, by the way, your dad's uh, uh, refund check from the government came in for taxes. Uh, I know he owes you the money, Hunter. I'll put it in your account unless I hear otherwise. Thanks. That, we've got that in writing. We got Joe Biden leaving a voicemail the night before an article comes out telling him what time of day it is, telling him everything that's going on, saying, hey, I think you did a great job in the interview. I think you were clear. And then if you ask them about that, nope, not telling you. Not talking about that. Not saying a word. Not talking about it. I don't have to. I'll, I'll let you go to Hunter Biden's representative. That's who I'll let you go to. Hunter Biden's representative is the one you need to speak with because that's the one that will tell you what you want to know. Right? Like that's the, the they'll, they'll give you, I, we're not going to talk about the alleged material. Alleged? It's not alleged. It's authentic. And if they thought, by the way, if they thought it wasn't authentic, wouldn't they come out and say so? Wouldn't the White House come out and say that is a doctored tape? The world we live in now, we live in a world now where the vice president of the United States of America can say things that are lies and it's totally fine. She can, uh, and, and the president can say things that are total lies and the media will refuse to ask them follow up questions. You got a, hell, you got a first lady now that referred to Hispanic people as breakfast tacos. She apologized, though. It was uh, it, no big deal. Move on. She apologized for, for her comments that were insensitive. You think they would have? I mean, remember when Donald Trump said that there are rapists and murderers and drug traffickers and, 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 and others that come across the border illegally with our open borders? And, they, and what did the media say? They came out and they said, oh, he hates Hispanics. He is racist. This is racist, and they, they were demanding that every Republican condemn the remarks. The first lady just referred to Hispanics as, as breakfast tacos. We're it, folks. We are the only ones left to get this info out there. We are it. So when you get this info, give it to your friends. Share it with your friends. Grab our podcasts and share them because this we're it, folks. We are, the, we are the only people standing in the way of them totally taking over this country. All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow. See you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.